Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm, how I keep it simple in my homeschool, or you'll always just hear a lot about Jesus. Because I truly do believe the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire Him, the less we naturally desire the things of this world, and the easier it is to live more simply. So today I wanted to talk about fear of the unknown. And we're really going to look at uh, fear from the perspective of the Bible and, um, you know, really focusing actually more on what we do know to make the unknown a little bit less scary. And I really believe when we simplify our lives and focus on Jesus, we can eliminate a lot of the fears and anxieties that creep in. So I can bet that pretty much everyone out there can relate in some way to having fear at some point in their lives. So before we start, I want to thank my podcast sponsor, Apologia. Apologia is a Christ-centered, award-winning homeschool publishing company. They have all types of curriculum from kindergarten up to 12th grade, from science to now math. Um, They have language arts. And so I would love for you to go check them out at Apologia.com. Stock up on some new curriculum for next year. Also, they have a lot of free resources at their website. You can click on Homeschool Helps and find a whole bunch of downloads for your kids and for you as a homeschooling mom. So go check it out at Apologia.com. So let's talk a little bit about fear. As someone who has definitely dealt with this uh, topic of worry and anxiety, um, I can totally, you know, relate to this. But, you know, worry and anxiety is one thing, but then there's flat out fear. And I know what that is like as well. I remember as a little girl, I was a very scared little girl. I was scared of everything. Um, I was actually, uh, I can remember... I don't know, at the age of like middle school grades, hardly being able to sleep just because I feared so many things. And again, that's a little bit different than worry and anxiety. And I've talked about worry and anxiety um, before on the podcast. Actually, I did a Bible study, if you're interested, on overcoming worry. And you can find that in my Simply Living for Him online women's community at simplylivingforhim.com slash community. It's completely free to join and all the Bible studies are free. Um, But anyway, and I think fear takes things to a whole nother level. And I think this year in particular has brought to the surface for many people fear. And it's really fear of the unknown. And I really truly believe that um, we must, must, must focus on God's truths and, you know, simplify our lives and that we, uh, you know, focus on what truly matters and we can eliminate a lot of the fears. Now, I know that this past year has brought about fears of many things. Obviously, there's fear for health reasons or fear of, you know, the government, um, you know, people have different views on different things. Fear of the future, though, is really at the root of most fears. You know, most of the time what we're fearing is, you know, we are um, in a situation where we don't know what's going to happen. And our response is fear. And 
I want to just kind of look at some of the things that we do know. So when there's fear of the unknown, rather than focusing on what we don't know, because in our human flesh, I don't know if you're like me, but I know what I do. When I don't know the outcome of something or the future, I tend to make up a bazillion different scenarios in my mind of what might happen. And that kind of snowballs the fear. So maybe I was afraid of one thing happening, but then I start, you know, focusing on it and making up different things in my mind of what could happen. And before I know it, I'm even more fearful than I was in the beginning. And so that's what our, you know, human mind will do. And when we walk by the Spirit and we fill our mind with the truth of God's Word, fear automatically dissipates because it's replaced by faith. And faith and fear truly cannot exist in the same uh, realm because when you're walking in faith, the fear slowly is replaced because you are trusting the Lord and you focus on what is known. So like I said, we can focus on the unknown. Like right now, I think our country is in a very difficult place. Besides the pandemic, there's so many different things going on. And we really truly, you know, I do fear for the future of my kids and my grandchildren. Like, what are those generations to face? And I can really sit with those thoughts and, you know, get very fearful. Like, oh my goodness, you know, what is it going to be like for them to grow up in this world? Honestly, the world seems to be getting crazier and crazier every day, right? More upside down every day. Things that I never imagined that would be happening are. And so, you know, in our human nature, we certainly are going to think about the future and think, oh my goodness, you know, what's going to happen? So we have two choices when we fear. We can either turn it over in our mind And start playing out every scenario because for some reason as humans, we think that's going to make us feel better because we think, I think it gives us like a sense of control. Like if we just, well, what if this happens and what if that happens? But like I said, usually what happens is it snowballs into more fear. Or we have the other option, which is to fill our mind with truth and to focus on what we do know. So in that moment, you can either focus on the unknown or you can focus on what you do know. And the beautiful truth is what we do know is that God is in control. Whenever I'm fearful of the future, it helps so much for me to think and meditate on how great our God is. And I don't just mean how great, like, oh, he's such a good father. I mean, majestic, powerful, all the characteristics of just how big he is. And talking about, you know, um, just how all-knowing, all-powerful, all-everything he is. He's existed since the beginning of time. He holds the stars in the sky. He is in control of so many things, you know, and yet we water him down sometimes to this like little self-help guru that we go to when we need something. He is beyond the scope of our thinking. And so it comforts me to know that that is the God that I worship and I serve and that that is the God who is in control. And it's very comforting to focus on what I do know. And I do know how great 
and powerful and mighty and sovereign our God is. When you focus on God's sovereignty, it will naturally dispel a lot of those fears. Because you look at God from the beginning of time until now, and you see how he has worked every detail in this world, right? And he's still working. And if you've read the Bible, you know the great and good news that someday Jesus will return and make everything brand new. And we are going to live with him forever. And so really, I believe what if you're most of our biggest fears are about death, right? Or what will happen? You know, let's let's say this, actually, take a list of your fears, and say to yourself, like, what's the absolute worst thing that can happen? You know, whatever it is you're fearful of today. Is it the virus? Is it your health? Is it your family's health? Is it safety? Is it the government? Is it money? Is, you know, whatever it is, whatever you're fearing that's unknown to you right now. Number one, you can say, what is the worst case scenario, right? Or you can say, I know already the best case scenario in all of these things is that one day, every single thing that I'm fretting about here right now will end and Jesus will reign for eternity. And so you make this kind of um, this list of fears and you can say to yourself, you know, if these things were to happen, God is still on the throne. And that brings such comfort because He is in control of every single thing. And even if the worst happens, we have to trust that we serve this great God who would walk us through anything, anything. Nobody wants to suffer. Nobody wants to go through a terrible ordeal. But the truth of the matter is there's not one person on this life who won't, right? And so for me, I think many of the fears that I had were, You know, I understood God's sovereignty and I almost was like, well, what if God's plan for this thing that I'm worrying about is that, you know, I suffer. So right there, you you tackle that and you think about that and you think, well, if that's God's plan, I only want to be in God's will. See, I believe that what you believe about death will determine how you live. And what you believe about life will determine how you live. So what do I mean by that? For many of us, I feel like, especially for unbelievers, we are in a constant state of pushing down the truth. We don't want to deal with our mortality because it's unknown. As as an unbeliever, it would be unknown. And so if you don't know what happens after you die, it's going to determine how you live. You're going to be fighting every single day, to, number one, to suppress the truth that you are not immortal, that there is, you know, something more to this life. And number two, you will live every day in protective mode of your life life and your loved one's lives. But also what you believe about life determines how you live. What do I mean by that? If you believe that you are here for a greater purpose beyond yourself and you were created by the one true God and you were created for such a time and you were created with a purpose and there is nothing by accident and this great God is in control and Jesus came and died for our sins and someday we're going to live for him again and our job is to um, know him and to make him known. You're going to live a whole different life. 
That's going to determine how you live. There's no room for fear in any of that because you are following God wherever he leads you. And so what you think about death determines how you live. If you're afraid of death, that's certainly going to determine how you live. And what you think about life determines how you live. So for me, when I was growing up, I didn't have a relationship with Jesus. And so I was terrified of death. Like it paralyzed me. I can remember being a young girl and walking to school. I can still remember the sheer terror that hit me one day, walking, just walking to school. I can still remember and thinking, Oh my goodness, like I guess I get got to that age where I started to like think more abstractly about things and I remember thinking or is that concretely? I don't know. <laughs> I remember thinking, you know, just more deep. And I remember thinking like, "Oh my goodness. You know, every single person on earth dies. Like I will die someday. And I remember like being stopped in my tracks to the point where I was feeling ill. Like I didn't even want to take one more step to school. Like I just felt so suffocated almost. Like there's no escaping. Someday I will die. And so throughout my early life, I did what most people do. I tried to suppress that truth and fill my life with all kinds of things that made me feel good. Because when I thought about that thought... It didn't feel good. It was terrifying. And so I was constantly in a state of, you know, suppressing that truth, whereas most unbelievers are, and constantly trying to, you know, live uh, in a way that was very protective of myself. Like I would constantly think about, you know, illness and and uh, constantly worry that, you know, I was going to get some kind of illness and, and, and die young or whatever. Um, and then I remember when I was, uh, I was a new believer and I was, you know, going to church somewhat, um, but not quite really in the Bible yet. I was um, still in that process of seeking the Lord when 9-11 hit. And I lived right outside of New York City at the time. I don't remember ever being so terrified in my entire life because I saw the towers burning from the highway. I saw the um, airplanes, the military fighter jets circling overhead. And I was the mother of a young baby, just five months old. I was with, I was filled with complete terror, like consuming terror, obviously that day, but then thereafter for many months, I was consumed with what if something happens to this new baby that I just had? What kind of world will she grow up in? What if something happens to us? And it was quite consuming. Now, if that were to happen today, now I'm not saying these things aren't fearful. Of course they are. But if that were to happen today, my entire attitude, I think, would be a little bit different because I know where I'm going. I know God is sovereign. I know I'm going to heaven someday. I know that no matter what happens, he's in control. And it kind of shifts your thinking. See, the fear really comes from this complete sense of uh, out of control because you don't know the fear of the unknown. And so as I got older and as I walked with the Lord, God has really, really taken away so much of my fear. Like this past year during the pandemic, the old me would be huddled in a corner, terrified of catching this virus. And here I am like, you know what? I'm doing my life and God is in control of every single second of my life. Does that mean that I'm not safe and prudent and all those things? Of course not. Of course I'm going to be 
uh, safe and I'm going to be prudent and I'm going to make wise decisions, but I'm also not cowering in fear at all. It doesn't keep me up at night. I can I can guarantee you if that pandemic hit as I was a 20-year-old woman, I would be paralyzed with fear every single day and I wouldn't even be able to leave the house because I was holding so tightly to my life because of fear of the unknown for the future. So I don't know if you can relate to any of that, but you know, if you can, I wanted to just, you know, say today that the fear of the unknown right now can really be um, dispelled by focusing on what you do know. Let me tell you a few things that we do know right now. Let's look at um, Psalm 23, verse 4. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You will fear no evil because God is walking with you, right? I mean, if we look back, I, I constantly bring up Paul because I'm constantly studying about Paul in the Bible. But if you look back, people like Paul, I'm sure he was afraid being persecuted and uh, thrown in jail and all these things. But yet it didn't stop him from his main purpose in life to share the gospel because he knew, you know, that no matter what happened, God was in control. And that was, see, that how what he thought about life determined how he lived. Paul knew his life was not his own. He knew to live as Christ and to die as gain. He knew that there was nothing he wanted to know more than Christ crucified. He knew that he wanted to tell that to others. And so while there's that human nature for us to be afraid in a scary situation, it doesn't hinder Paul when you look through the Bible. It doesn't stop him because he's walking with the Lord. And Psalm 23, 4, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Not just It's not just saying here, like, I won't be afraid. It's saying, for you are with me. What you believe about God will really determine how fearful you are about the unknown and about life. Again, what you what you uh, know about death will determine how you live as well. Because if you know that you're, if you've come to terms with the fact that your earthly life will end someday, but because of Jesus, you will be in heaven, that changes everything. Because you're not constantly consumed with trying to preserve your life or suppress that truth of the fear of the unknown. You know what's going to happen someday. So even though there are scary situations here where maybe your physical self is in, you know, uh, danger or there's something going to happen that's unknown and that may feel scary, at your core, you have no fear even of evil because God is with you. And it says your rod and your staff they comfort me. The Lord is our shepherd. It says in Psalm 27, 1, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? So many places in the Bible, it says, you know, what can mere mortals do to me? Right? Because a mortal can harm your body even to the point of death, but cannot harm your soul, which is far more eternal than this earthly body. Again, what we know about our life will determine how we live. And what we know about our death will determine how 
we live. We aren't consumed with fear. There's nothing to fear on this earth when you know that the Lord is your light and your salvation. You are saved through Jesus. There is nothing to fear. So again, instead of focusing, if, you, if you're if you the type of person that gets fearful of the unknown, instead of focusing on what you don't know, focus on what you do know. And that's why I'm reading some of these verses here. I hope that they encourage you. Psalm 46, 1 to 3 says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, oh, I love this, we will not fear, though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling. Even the greatest, biggest, you know, catastrophe here on earth. It is such good news to know that God is your refuge and strength. Nothing can separate you from his love. Read that in Romans, right? Nothing can separate you, not even death, not even harm to your body, not even physical death, not persecution. Nothing can separate you from his love. So when you're walking through an unknown situation and you become fearful, we must remember what we know. God is with us right there in it. And then it says here in Isaiah 41, 13, this is one of my very favorite verses, for I, the Lord, your God, hold your right hand. It is I who say to you, fear not, I am the one who helps you. No matter what the outcome of the situation we are in, we must remember the Lord is in control. He walks with us and he helps us. No matter what the outcome, remember, nothing can separate you. How terribly scary would it be? I think about this all the time. How terribly scary would it be to live through this world right now with the craziness going on in politics, with the craziness going on in our country, with the craziest craziness going on in the pandemic. I cannot imagine living through this life right now without the Lord and without knowing that he is in control, that there is nothing new under the sun. There have always been, you know, pandemics through time. There has always been, you know, unrest and different things going on. But the Lord has walked with every generation through it. And ours is no different. But I could not imagine not clinging to the truths of the Bible right now. Again, like I said, if I was living through a pandemic at age 20, I probably wouldn't be able to leave my house. That's how fearful I was of everything back then. But when you believe what every word in the Bible says and that it is all true, there's no room for fear because you, if you truly believe what the Bible says, there's no room for fear. Luke 14, 27 says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. See, we, if we don't have Jesus, we're looking for peace in this world. During a pandemic, if I didn't have Jesus, I'd be looking for peace and security in the daily data, in the numbers, in the statistics. If I didn't have Jesus, I'd be looking for peace and security in a medicine or a treatment or a vaccine, right? But because I have Jesus, I know that 
that's where my peace comes from, that I can have peace even in a pandemic. And I'm not saying that we don't take medicines or, you know, however you feel about vaccines, that those things, you know, don't bear any weight. They do with whatever you feel. But I'm saying is, if you don't have Jesus, those are the things that are going to give you security. Because I know right now that if I were to not wake up tomorrow, I'm with Jesus. And if I am to wake up tomorrow, then how am I going to live that day out for Jesus? See, once you have Jesus, your life is not your own. And you have so much peace in that, actually. There's freedom in that. And I know that doesn't make sense to the unbeliever. It sounds very stifling. Oh, your life is not your own. And you have peace and freedom in that? That makes no sense. The peace and freedom in that is that I have a Lord who never leaves me or forsakes me and promises to be with me and that nothing can separate uh, me from him. So there's peace and freedom in being able to live that way. Being able to live with the love of a father who will take care of you no matter what the circumstances are. See, I think fear of the unknown comes from putting our security in circumstances and putting our security in the tangible things of this world. But God gives us peace that comes from him and he is not of this world. That's why it says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give you, not as the world gives. He gives you a supernatural peace that far exceeds anything this world has to offer. And it says, let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. And then Psalm 91, I mean, go ahead and read the entire thing. If you want to focus on, if you're worried about unknowns, focus on what you know. And Psalm 91 gives you a lot of things to focus on that you know. Uh, We just memorized Psalm 91 in our Simply Living for Him online community this past month. What a blessing this psalm is. uh, Verses 4 and 5, though, say, He will cover you with his pinions, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and a buckler. You will not fear the terror of the night, nor the arrow that flies by day. Do you know the terror of the night? I certainly do. The terror of the night for me is that 3 a.m. wake up where something startles me. And I can't get back to sleep because I'm consumed with fear. And sometimes it's not even over a certain thing. I just start to feel very afraid. I used to describe it even as like a suffocating, drowning feeling. And all of a sudden, all these things would start playing in my mind. And you know how I got over the terror of the night? I know that Satan loves darkness, but he flees as soon as we bring the light in. And I would just start saying the name of Jesus over and over in my mind when I would wake up at three in the morning. And I would just say, Jesus, Jesus. You know why? Because in that moment, all I knew is that there was power in the name of Jesus. And because I would get so consumed with terror in the night, I would simply say his name and the darkness would end up fleeing. First of all, saying his name, Jesus, 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 over and over occupies your mind with the greatest word you could ever say, right? And so you're not able to have scary thoughts. You're not able to let those terrors in. But the darkness flees when there is power in the name of Jesus. So I get it when this one says, uh, do not fear the terror of the night nor the arrow that flies by day. You know, Satan's always uh, 
sending those arrows at us during the day. Our enemy wants nothing more than for us to be afraid. He wants us to be afraid of the unknown. And you fight back and you tell him, listen, I don't know what the future holds, but I do know who holds the future. And I do know the truth. And the truth is that God is with me always. He will never leave me, forsake me. Nothing can separate him from me, not even death itself. Focus on what you know. It says here in Genesis 50, 21, do not fear. I will provide for you and your little ones. Deuteronomy 3, 22, you shall not fear them for it is the Lord, your God who fights for you. These are just beautiful verses to remember. Um, oh, I love this one. Psalm 27, 3, Though an army encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war rise against me, yet I will be confident. Your confidence should never come from humanness. Your confidence should never come from you. Your confidence should never come from the circumstances. Your confidence should not come from uh, how strong you think you know you are. Your confidence comes from the Lord. And look at somebody like David and Goliath, right? He had confidence in God, and he slayed that giant. And so there is nothing on earth that we need to fear, not a pandemic, not a war, not a a financial hardship, not a government or civil unrest or any of those things. Yes, in human terms, we can say, oh my goodness, this is a terrible thing happening and this is tragic and all of that. But you have to always look at it in light of what the Bible says. A couple of things to constantly remember. You're, I mean, I know this sounds very morbid, but these are the things that can really push back those fears because these are the things that we know. Our life will end someday. And for those who are in Christ, our lives will end Earth, on earth, but will go on forever and eternity with Jesus. And, uh, you know, Jesus died for us so that we may have that salvation. We know that no matter what happens on this earth, God will never be separated from us. The greatest fear you should have is being separated from God. And if you don't know Jesus right now, I am imploring you to reach out to me. I will pray with you. I will talk with you. I will do whatever it takes for you to realize being separated from God is the greatest thing to fear. There's really nothing else in this world to fear because once you believe that Jesus died for your sins and you are walking in that truth and you are walking with the Lord, nothing possible that can happen to you can ever take that away. So there is absolutely nothing to fear. There's certainly going to be things that happen to us in life that we don't like. And there may be things that happen to us that are tragic. And I can promise you that you are going to lose people, loved ones eventually, because there is not one single person on this earth who gets out of here alive. It's just a matter of how long is their life going to last. I used to think about that a lot when I was younger. I was terrified of dying young. And you know what? I've learned over the years that dying young does not mean that that life was cut short. It simply means that that was the amount of time God had for that person. There's no less of a life because it's one day old or a hundred years old. Every life matters. And it's not necessarily how many days, months, years that life lasted. 
It's what that person did in that time and how they lived and what they thought about life and death determines how you live. And so I've come to terms with the fact that if I died at, you know, 45 or if I died at 105, it doesn't matter so much as to, am I walking with the Lord every single day? It brings me such peace to walk with the Lord. See, before when I was walking by myself, of course I was going to fear the unknown because I was doing it all alone. But now you can face the unknown because of what you do know, and that is that God walks with you through it. Psalm 115.11 says, You who fear the Lord, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. Um, it says here in Isaiah 41.10, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Do you hear that? It's not saying, don't fear. You can do this. You got this. You're strong. You're capable. You're able. It doesn't say any of that. See, we get fearful when we're, when we're focusing on what we can and can't do. It says here, I will strengthen you. I am your God. I will help you. I will uphold you. There's nothing that you can do. God is constantly in control. And that's, that's where we want to be, uh, in that place where we know that God is in control of your life and how it ends. So if you're, if you're afraid of the unknown right now, like I said, there's a lot of unknowns going on in this world. What's going to happen financially? Many people are struggling with work and jobs. What's going to happen at the pa- with the pandemic? What's going to happen in our government? What's going to happen with Christians? Are we going to be persecuted? Because every day it seems like you know we lose uh, different freedoms, right? All of these things people are worried about, you know. And then there's the small everyday things like, you know, what will happen with my child or what will, you know, uh, college bring or, you know, all kinds of things, right? So when you lay all those things out and you say to yourself, well, yeah, I don't know what can happen, but I'm not going to sit here and try to figure out every scenario. I'm going to focus on what I do know and go to your Bible and just start reading truths because that's what you do know. You know, I often think about how when I was younger, everything that I worried about never, I don't want to say everything. Let's go, let me phrase this properly. There were so many things that I worried about that actually never happened. I had every scenario in my head about everything that could happen and what if this and what if that rather than focusing on what is and that is God is in control. But I would worry about all these different things happening, right? And I would say that probably 99% of them never happened. But you know what's interesting to think about? There are certain things that never crossed my mind to worry about or to fear And they did happen. It just goes to show you how little control us humans have. Did anyone out there worry about a pandemic in 2020? Did anyone out there like, you know, for years say, what if 2020 locks us down? What if this virus spreads? What if people are dying? What if jobs are lost? What if the government locks us down? What if, what if, what if? No, I don't think so. It completely brought people by surprise. So my point is, the things you are worrying about or fearful of, 
may never happen. And there are things that may happen that were never even on your radar. So what you believe about life determines how you live. If you believe that you are in control and that for some silly reason that if you turn over all these things in your mind, you'll be better prepared, it's not true. But if you believe about your life that God is in control of every single moment of not just your life, of every single life that has ever lived, that is living now, and that will live, it changes everything. You're not going to try to figure out every little thing. You're going to be kind of comfortable in the unknown because you know the all-knowing God. Yes, you can be comfortable in the unknown. That may sound a little bit crazy, right? How could I be comfortable not knowing what the future holds? You absolutely can because God holds the future. And if you're walking with him, you're going to walk right into that future and right into eternity someday. And that is where the peace that surpasses all understanding comes from. So I hope this makes a little bit of sense. I would love to hear from you guys. This was on my mind a lot this week, you know, um, just truly erasing some fears or or kind of just, you know, um, lessening them, so to speak. And really, when we have fear of the unknown, we must replace it with what we do know. And I know that I serve a great and mighty God. If you know that too, share this with somebody who you think would need to hear this. If you're listening right now and you're like, you know what? I don't have that peace. I don't I don't know this God that you you're speaking of. Then I am so glad you stumbled upon this podcast. Reach out to me. I will pray with you and for you. I will send you a Bible. Um I I just I want to point you to the one true God. Every word in that Bible is true. And when you truly Um, understand that there is so much freedom and peace. And I would love for you to know the one true God. So reach out to me. Let me know what you think. Share this message with a friend. um, And let's help the world right now who is, this world is so full of fear of the unknown. Let's let this world know what we know. We serve a great and mighty God. So I hope this encouraged you. Like I said, if it did, let me know. Reach out to me. I just wanted to tell you a few things for April. In our Simply Living for Him online community, we have several groups in our community to help equip women to walk with the Lord and to get into the Word. And so we're turning one year in April. I started the community just one year ago, and it is our one-year anniversary this month. So we're doing all kinds of fun things. I'd love for you to join us. We're going to be doing scripture writing this month. Uh, We're writing out the book of Titus. We're going to be memorizing Genesis 1. I'm doing a free webinar called A Transformed Woman, all about being a woman in the Word. And I'm also going to be starting a Bible study at the end of April on Genesis 1 to 3 called In the Beginning. So I would love for you to join us. We have amazing fellowship, really great encouragement. We do, uh, we have a prayer group. We do Zoom calls for prayer time and chats and just all kinds of great things. It's 
It's all free, and you can check it out at simplylivingforhim.com slash community. As always, my books are available on Amazon. Um, if you're a homeschooler and you're looking for a little encouragement, I'd love for you to check that out. I'm still doing homeschool consulting appointments. I have had a boom lately in consulting appointments because so many people are feeling um, the stress of the pandemic and have been thrown into homeschooling or are homeschooling but feeling burnt out at this time of the year. So I've had a lot of appointments lately and it is my privilege to walk alongside homeschooling mothers and to pray with them and to encourage them and offer any advice I can give. So if you're a homeschooler who needs a little bit of help, a little bit of encouragement, feel free to contact me and we can set you up with an appointment. I do Zoom calls, uh, FaceTime, or just plain old audio phone call, whatever you prefer. And also my Simply, uh, I'm sorry, my Simplify Your Homeschool e-course is still available and my Bible-based homeschooling e-course is also available if you need some uh, homeschooling uh, encouragement. The Simplify Your Homeschool will really help you in that. And Bible-based homeschooling talks about how we use the Bible as our main textbook for one year in our homeschool and how you can teach every subject just using the Bible. I shouldn't say just using the Bible because you can obviously use other sources, but using the Bible as like your main textbook. So go check those out. All the information you can find at simplylivingforhim.com. And until the next time, I wish you all the blessings and joy in Jesus today.